1: Hello and welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by SoulRare. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try SoulRare, the largest NFT based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on SoulRare. That's dot com. I am Adam Zedroik, soccer editor at Rotowire, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Bolangi to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate at DraftKings. Uh, I guess I'll get this out of the way. Um You're not Andrew. What I happened? To Andrew? Him? No. <laughs> um, Did you so, kill him?
2: What happened?
1: Yeah, he's uh we left him by the wayside. I've been trying to, you know, figure out how we're gonna replace his goalkeeper takes because you know we usually want to fade those. Um I don't know. I don't know if I'm I can fill that, but maybe one of you guys can step in and, and be the goalkeeper to fade but guy there. But. No, all right. <laughs> you can right,
2: try
3: so... you can try.
1: I'm
2: just more concerned, Adam, that you're are you are you how how long have you, have you been involved with the, the the soccer podcast that, you know, all the inside jokes?
1: I've been listening for a good couple of years, I'd say. So. Okay, so
2: so when Juan Mata ends up playing for Man United, you know <laughs> that has to be like the guy that you put on the the cover page on on Roto Wire. Yes, Jack Wilshere, I mean, if he ever gets in a game, right? Cleverly, you know all the 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 central midfielding uh, set piece taking guys that get three points that I play. Like as, yeah. as long as you know the inside jokes, it, it really doesn't matter if it's you or Andrew.
1: <laughs> all right, we'll leave it at that. So. Ah, uh, this Saturday, coming off the international break here, but Manchester City, massive favorites, and usually when that happens, you know you're you're looking at four or five Manchester City guys to put in your lineup. So, how many are we looking at for for cash games this weekend here?
2: I I think I think you're playing at least one. I think I think there there are there are constructions, cash game constructions, where you're playing four which includes a goalkeeper. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we have to get the Manchester City game out of the way first compared to anything. Minus 800 with a three and a half point total over Burnley at home. Uh, KDB, Mares in a forward slot. Uh, I could, you could sell me on Cancelo if you want to play like three defenders or you do something like that. Obviously, Zach Steffen. Uh, we have Ederson is not going to play. Gabriel Jesus is not going to play. Coming back from international break. Uh, Fern- uh, Fernando uh, Ferran Torres is is out. Uh, I mean, you got Foden there. You got Grealish there. Ryan. Uh, although this is not necessarily a cash question, I'm I feel much more comfortable with the Man City players for this game as I would for many other games because. The guys are out and I'm not as concerned with, you know, 60 second minute substitutions here.
3: Yeah, me too. Uh, But I I think there there are a few questions. Um, First of all, I want to say I do have more of an interest in cash games this week. Uh, Two weeks ago, the the last game before the break, um, I tied for first in the king of the pitch qualifier. With some guy I've never heard of, his his draft King's name is Got You Beat. I don't know if you've heard of him, but we're—he well, didn't uh, get
2: you beat. He didn't beat you. Actually, <laughs> well, he lost. didn't
3: get me beat. But so for, so we're going to be playing a tiebreaker for a King of the Pitch ticket. First thing I wanted to ask you is, what kind of lineup would you play in that? Um, you can talk about that later. But as far as city, uh, I wanted to know too. Do you? You like Mares over Foden, assuming they both start. And then my other question is, um, Gundogan is back, and like i pretty sh- like I have a feeling he's going to start. Um, you know, we see him jump on these corner kicks quite a bit. I mean, do you have any worry about that or thoughts as to who might take them? Is is KDB for sure taking them uh, if they're both playing? I think there's a few questions there. Well, I think Mares only because he's
2: 900 less than Foden and they'll project about the same. So like I prefer Mares just from the, I mean I I like them all. I mean I like Grealish. I I mean the thing about Grealish is that he's midfield only. So you're going to have to fill forward spots in your lineup. Uh yes, my concern is that, you know, KDB at 102 is not like that's not cheap. That's that's him priced for a majority of set pieces. And we've seen throughout the course of the season that, like, sometimes he'll be on all of them, and sometimes he'll be on none of them. I mean, like, like it could go back and forth like that, I don't think KDB – I don't think any of these Man City players are musts. But I think you're probably playing at least one. Uh, I think we could talk about uh, the the natural pivots, the price range pivots that you'd play instead of them. Would be Cristiano Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandez, right? So it's like if you don't want to play KDB, I don't. I don't see another construction where you're not playing Bruno, and if you're not going to play Mars or Foden, well, who else are you playing other than like Ronaldo? We'll get the Pascal Gross in a little bit, uh, but like the forward spot is not like there may be one like a dinky in there if you want to get away with it. I don't think that's the best construction, but I think you're paying up twice at forward on this slate. Uh, Rafinha is most likely not going to be back or ready from being in, uh, you know, international duty. He's obviously an option at 9,500. You know, even if he starts, I'm not sure that he goes 90. Uh, And then Pascal gross. I just don't feel the need to play. I think he has the safest floor out of the bunch up there but real but much more limited upside compared to the man city players or ronaldo so like i can understand playing gross and cash games but i i almost th- i almost think i'd rather play ronaldo than gross
3: yeah um so yeah just to uh, uh, city i agree with you i think i think you're playing a city forward for sure in cash too i i would and KDB so so at least two at least Well do you think you KDB. have to play KDB? Do you think KDB is a must in cash games? No, I don't think he's a must. Like you said, I think you can play like any of these guys and be fine, but I'll try to play KDB, you know, if 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 I can afford it. I mean, I still I still think he's probably the safest, still probably has the highest floor and he's he's got upside too, but no, I don't think he's a must at at 10-2. Um, I don't know, though. I'm probably not going to play Bruno at just for 900 less. You know, I'll just find a way to get to KDB. I, I don't know. What What do you think? If I were to t- tell you, Ryan, if we knew that KDB was going to be on
2: no set pieces, that it's going to be Gundawan and Foden splitting or Mares, or something, or maybe he's not going to be on no set pieces, but it's going to be like whoever's closest to the ball. Maybe, maybe he gets two. I mean, who knows? Uh, and I could tell you, and I told you that Bruno was going to be on a monopoly. Like Luke Shaw wasn't going to take any, like, wouldn't you much rather play Bruno than you play KDB?
3: Yeah, absolutely. In that case, yes, I would absolutely play Bruno over KDB. Yep. So, so that's an instance that could happen. So like, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that,
2: okay, well, you don't play KDB at all or whatever. But I think right. KDB, KDB is more priced
3: for what we expect. And Bruno is priced less than what we expect. I think, yep, I think you're absolutely right. And I think uh, the decision probably won't be made until we see Manchester City's lineup. Uh, it could could have you leaning towards KDB or not, I guess, depending on the formation and if Gundogan's in there or not. Uh, but yeah, I guess I, I agree with you overall. I don't think you need to go there with the uncertainty. And there are line of constructions where you could play both Bruno and KDB,
2: but it requires punting at like two defender spots and one forward. spot.
3: Yeah. Um, are there any, I mean, you, do you like any, any punt forwards? You mentioned a a dinky maybe. I mean,
2: who's taking set pieces for Southampton. I mean, really it comes down to, to James Ward Prowse, I mean, I I don't remember the last time that he was not play, he didn't play ninety in a game. So like ten years ago, right? Ten years, right? Exactly. Uh, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, we saw Redmond take set pieces in a League Cup game, but maybe he doesn't even start. I mean, it's quite possible that he doesn't start. They play Tella, they play Armstrong, they play some type of lineup like that. Maybe El Niasi take set pieces, maybe Kyle Walker Peters takes something uh, on one side or something. Uh, I think for 4,700, if you're going to punt at forward, I think that's, I think that's fine. I'm not sure if that's the correct line of construction. I, there are other comparing Redmond at 4,700 to the 5k range midfielders. He comes below all of them. So like there are, there are 5k players at midfield that I'd rather play than Redmond. So his only value is that he fills a forward spot. So like, unless you're playing that type of construction where you need a punt forward, like Redmond ain't a flex
3: play, right? Like, okay. Um, I'm not sure that I lo- like like uh, the midfielders in that range, maybe as much as you two do, we could get to that. But the, the thing I'll say is that for 4,700, if Redmond does have set pieces, you don't want to miss that. So, like, I mean, there's a chance, like, just say, say he does have a monopoly. Like, I want to take the chance for 4,700 that I have Redmond there. I mean, he could have a really good game in this spot against Leeds. Um, so, I think it's worth the gamble for that price. And I would, would you just- rather play Redmond over Norman, over McGinn,
2: over. Let's take a look at that range. I mean, even over guys like like Matt Target, who's a defender in that range. I mean, you got Moutinho there, obviously. I'm not. Hey, I think I'd play Redmond over Moutinho. Yep. Uh but like he's not like the only like I'm. I'm thinking primarily of like Norman, yeah. and McGinn, and yeah. Um, Actually,
1: Ryan's favorite player, James Madison's 4,500. So you can go. Yeah, there. He's not
2: even gonna
3: play. He's not even gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh i couldn't go to madison um but i could yeah i think i think norman uh you're right i would play norman over redmond and mcginn if if douglas louise wasn't in the lineup I, I can't play mcginn now that louise has been taking more sets than him but have about louise season. if louise is in i mean louise is 5500 so it's like it's yeah, close like, enough yeah, he, he's okay, but... Are I don't, we out on actually, Daniel James a, a, here, too? Sorry, say it again.
1: Are we out on Daniel James at 4,500?
3: Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I, I think we got to be in on Daniel James if Rafinha doesn't start. Um, he's definitely an option. Yeah, that that's really cheap. And, like, it's, you know, if Rafinha's not in... It's not crazy to think that James might take a corner or two. Not not that he necessarily needs them, but yeah, I I, I think that's an option too. Well you got um,
2: Stuart Dallas at fifty seven hundred.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think Stuart Dallas is a pretty good play. Um if Rafinha's not in, like there's a chance he would have the majority of set pieces. Um, I also think it sort of depends on where he lines up. I mean, he plays all over the pitch for them, but if he's in the midfield, I like him more than if he's like playing in the back four as a right back. If they use a back five though. Then yeah, I'm more in on Dallas, but I want You, you know, I want some open play upside for that price. Still. That's, that's what I was thinking about uh, Douglas Louise. Like his floor seems really good. If, if he's this type of player now that has sets, I mean, He's he's been just he's been crushing the last three weeks, but I still tend to think Redmond playing forward has more upside. I mean, you know, he hasn't been great, but he still chips in with a goal and assists. You know, a decent amount of time in this spot. At least I'm I'm naming options in that range. That
2: it's like we don't have options. I just think that fa- Redmond's value comes a lot from his forward eligibility. Yeah. Then like, I don't see myself in cash playing a lineup that is, uh, you know, gross plus Mahrez plus Redmond.
3: Right. You're like, I'm, I'm
2: playing the Redmond in place of one of the forwards.
3: Yeah. You're, you're playing Redmond. Like if you're playing KDB at midfield sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. In
2: the forward spots, uh, not, not for cash games. We have obviously Ronaldo up top. Obviously, was the main city guys like Foden. Uh, I think the, I'm actually more interested in paying down at forward for GPPs. I can, yeah. I, I, I'm i taking a look, as I always do. I go to the Roto-Wire soccer cheat sheet, right? Which you can get if you're a Roto-Wire subscriber, rotawire.com slash soccer trial. And I like look, comparing these anytime goal-scoring odds to the price. And uh, based on our yellow dots of who's going to be in, it's projected to be in, you got Mares 105. Ronaldo, plus 105. Foden, plus 130. Now, they're all like, what, 8,800, 8,900, 9,700. 6,100, Danny Ings, plus 135. Then I scroll down even more, Adam Armstrong for Southampton, 5,800 plus 180. That's a 35% chance to score. And we also got our favorite, Timu Puki, 5,600. Brighton is not like, you know, great team or anything. I don't mind playing Norwich players against them. Uh, I think for for GPP, I think if you're going to play KDB, in those like, if you're going to pair KDB together with someone else, I think going down like I'd much rather play these guys for upside than play a Stewart Dallas or a Douglas Louise. Like play them in the forward spots. And if you want to get even more contrarian, you play you play these guys and you don't play KDB. Like imagine a lineup with uh, limited Man City, and you're playing like Armstrong uh, plus. Armstrong Redmond, even, or let's say you play a a defender, so you pair them together. Armstrong plus Kyle Walker Peters, then you play Ings plus target, then you play Bruno Fernandez, and then you play you play like Foden, like you play like the one man City guy, Grealish especially. I think Grealish is the one that goes under own comparatively because he's only M- midfield eligible, and you do something like that. Like to me, that's the that's that's the way to. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, it's to me, Ryan, in in lineups that you build, regardless of going up or down and forward, do you see a case of not playing a
3: single man city player in your lineup? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Absolutely. I don't know that I will, but I think you can. Yeah. Because, you know, so, uh, they can, if they don't even have to bust. Uh, some, some of what
2: what you're saying is like Man City score three goals, but it's like through three separate players, not, no one has an assist amongst them. So it's like, like, it's like Rodri assist and a Foden goal. Like everyone, like all the players have 15 points and it's like, yeah, okay. That's great. If you have, you know, 50, but I'm just like, but like, uh, Danny Ings has a, has a hat trick. Yeah. Right. Like, so, so, like, so like you, you don't, you don't need any of the man city can salo has nine points. Right. Right. You know, like, like it's all spread out.
3: Yeah. So I think it it absolutely makes sense, especially because they're going to be so popular. So, you know, not having them in your lineup and you get the the brace from somewhere else, that's going to go a long way. You can, you can, you're okay. If like you said, those city guys score 15, those forwards score 15. I mean, five other non-man city players can score more than 15 points pretty easily. Uh, and and it's just going to come with tons of leverage. So, yeah, I think it makes a ton of sense. Uh, I love love playing those forwards that you talked about. I mean, everyone, you know, when, when you're everyone listening, when you're making GPP lineups, I mean, that's exactly what you should do. What you just did is look at those goal scoring odds, see who's too cheap for their odds and think about playing them in GPP. So, yeah, I like those uh, Southampton guys. I know you mentioned Armstrong and even Che Adams has decent odds. I think the forward on the opposite side of that game, though his odds don't show it, I think his odds should be the same as theirs. When Patrick Bamford's out, Rodrigo plays 90 minutes every time. I mean, he's done it three straight weeks. He's taking shots. He just hasn't scored yet, but that goal's coming for 5,600, him playing center forward. I like him just as much, if not more, uh, than the Southampton guys. But, yeah, those cheap forwards in general, that's the way to go.
2: You're not concerned with plus 260 for Rodrigo?
3: Yeah, no, I'm not. I think, I mean, uh, why is Armstrong and Che Adams' odds better? For me, they're the same. Well, Well, Southampton is favored. Yeah, okay. Okay. I get it. I mean, I understand. But for me, I just think of them as... They're center forwards for the same price. Leeds is a slightly better team. They have the same chance to score as far as I'm concerned.
1: I mean, Southampton are favored, but their implied goal total is 0.19 higher. So it's not a huge difference. So kind of go with Ryan on that one. But I guess one thing I want to point out, looking at Man City, uh, going back to that, I looked at last year's results. So even if like they win 5-0, I don't think they're going to be getting a ton of corners. So you're, you're already combining that with all these guys. They haven't played together, Mahrez, De Bruyne, Foden. They haven't played together this season, and they've never played together with Grealish. Um, So they're already splitting corners. And then uh, in the two games last year, they combined for nine corners. So, like, what is – like, you're not even really playing for – you're kind of playing for goals and assists with those guys more than anything. It's not – it's almost like you don't even care about set pieces at some point.
3: Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Actually, I, I, I put too much emphasis on that sometimes with the uh, more expensive players in these spots like like the city players. Yeah. And if they're not even going to be getting that, I mean, especially in tournaments, you're not you're not paying those prices for for guys to take corner kicks. Uh, so, yeah, that's a really good point. Don't want to overweigh uh, the set piece value too much in those spots, especially when we don't even really know who's going to be taking them necessarily.
2: Ryan, who do you think is going to be the highest owned forward in GPPs? Do you think it's going to be Maras or do you think it's going to be Ronaldo? Wow. Um, or do you think it's going to be similar enough that they're both... Do you think Ronaldo is going to be higher than 35% owned on this slate?
3: No, like so initially and when when I wrote the article, I thought that Ronaldo would be somewhat overlooked. Um Based on these city guys. So like my initially, I just thought to say that the city guys would be more popular. I don't know, though. I mean, under 9K, Ronaldo, a lot of name recognition there. I think it'll probably end up similar. I mean, how do, how do you feel?
2: I think I think because there were multiple uh, Man City forwards to choose. I mean, I mean, as of right now, it would be Mahrez and Foden. I think they're going to vulture each other. Like, I think if Jesus was in also, then it would spread out enough that I I actually prefer the Man City. Then there's more combinations of making two Man City forwards. I think since a lot of people will be playing KDB, like, it not, won't necessarily be KDB plus Maris plus Foden. That Ronaldo is going to have to be mixed in there somehow. But I'm only asking because if Ronaldo is going to be 35 plus percent owned, because, like, the Man City guys, there's no leverage there. I think the leverage in Man City is Grealish because he's midfield only. Like, So if you're going to play a Man City guy at low ownership, lower ownership, it's Grealish. But for Man for Man United, isn't that guy Mason Greenwood? 7,100 plus 180 goal scoring odds. People are more likely, if they're going to play Man United, play Bruno and Ronaldo and Shaw and Greenwood fills a forward spot. He's seventy one hundred. Uh I can is he gonna be even ten percent owned? I mean, like I I can't figure that at that price at that position that people are gonna even go there.
3: Yeah, I I really like that I like that call. Uh seems like well, great. It's not a call.
2: Myself. I'm not calling that he's gonna get a goal. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, no, no. calling you're, the ownership versus yeah, the odds. You're,
3: you're calling you're calling that he's a good leverage play. Uh right. and and he looked yeah, he's a great one. And he's not that expensive. I mean, this is the cheapest we've seen him all season. Um, yeah. I I, I think that's spot on. Um, I guess there's I, I'm looking normally I like to play Greenwood because he was always going 90 minutes. Um, but you know, you got Rash in the squad yeah. now. Martial's is going to be on the bench. Sancho is going to play. I mean, it, it could be, we could start seeing, you know, 60 minutes from Greenwood and, and those type guys. I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, throwing some counterpoints out there. I, I do love the the price tag though. 7, 7,100 is cheap. Um, it's not the greatest matchup, but I do like the leverage. Yeah. Right. To me, it's just a leverage. I don't think Greenwood projects well. It's more right. of the
2: fact of, his ownership versus Ronaldo and Bruno because Bruno in and of itself is, is leverage off of KDB. So it's like, how much, how much more layers of leverage do you really need to go that far? But I think stacking man United make, make more sense off of man city than other teams. Do you see another like stacking? I, uh, weird to say, but if Redmond's in, I think Southampton I mean Southampton you, you, s- you could you why couldn't you play Southampton as uh something like if I look at the projected lineups why can't you play like Armstrong, Redmond, Kyle Walker-Peters and El Elniasi
1: I actually like if you're going off that Man United game I think if you go in the opposite way if you look at Leicester uh, if you look at Vardy and, uh, even Telemans of East Ford, I kind of like that more than Southampton. I think, uh, just Southampton, they play a little more defensive at home. I think there's, yeah, but um, they're cheaper, they're cheaper, but
2: Lester is exp- less. Lester, Lester, look at these prices.
1: Look at Manchester United center backs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. Take yeah. I think oh, ahead, like sir. that that if anything, I think that could be like a match where they're just up and down. It could be like three, two, four, two, like both. Yeah, teams but I wouldn't kind of stack struggled. it that
2: way. Adam, the, the point of the stack is to have Southampton score three goals and you and you pay like very little for them. For Leicester, I think I'm more likely to play this as more of a game a two-two game stack. So let's say you yeah. were to play uh something like uh Greenwood Ronaldo. Vardy, something like barnes you know like you do like you're playing the game so like Leicester, i wouldn't play four guys from and not play any man united like i wouldn't play like three like that's what i'm talking about as far as like a team stack like for southampton like for these prices like even norwich for crying out loud like why couldn't you play genulis cruel norman pookie like that's what I'm, when I'm talking about a team stack, I'm talking about something like that, where that could fill at least four roster slots from the same team. I think in the main United Leicester game, it's more likely that you'd be taking two from each side for, for the exact reasons that you pointed out, because the price is like, why would I take four Leicester players at the same prices as, I mean, like I could practically get Man City for those
1: prices. Well, Leicester, they're going to score more goals than Man City. That's why.
2: Yeah, but wouldn't I want Man United in the in in those in those? They have to score more goals at their prices.
1: True. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just going off of.
3: No, I think so guys, Man
1: City are going to be the favorites. Then probably the people that fade Man City, they're probably going to go Man United. I'm just thinking, you know, go off of that. And in the case that Manchester United, they're still terrible, like they have been for the past month. And you know, maybe Leicester just get a few goals off the counter, that kind of thing, get all those goals.
3: Um, Yeah. I, I agree with both of you Um, starting with that Lester man, U game. Yeah. uh, We saw like, I could see it being back and forth with multiple goals. Um, That's I could see it being similar to the two times that man United played West Ham recently. Um, And it's sort of like, you know, it's like a big game for both these teams. There definitely could be the most goals on the slate in that game. Um, but I do think, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to stack up Leicester. It'd be like a 2-2 thing. Um, you mentioned uh, Tealmans. I really like Teelmans, um if he's going to keep playing a little further forward. And then they do have some cheap pieces too. You know, these days it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't mention Harvey Barnes, but 5K – Still love that price. Three straight games, ninety minutes, taking a lot of shots. I mean, yeah, I think Leicester's going to score in this game, and then uh, Southampton. I agree, Jordan. I think they're the team if you want to stack four from the same team. They're it's all a vomit cheap. stack.
2: It's a vomit stack,
3: but it, it's a good one. They're all cheap <laughs> yeah. and like, and the matchup at home against Leeds is good, especially. You know, Leeds missing Bamford, probably missing Rafinha, Leeds missing Luke Ayling. You know, when, when team, maybe missing Calvin Phillips, when these teams line up with players that, that aren't used to playing together and new, new people in new formations, a lot of times they play a lot worse than you're used to seeing. Um, so I think you can't uh, forget
1: that Ward Prowse is also out. So,
3: right. Very good point. Yeah. So, like the Southampton. Stats can be spread around. Like um,
1: if they play Diallo and Romeu in center mid, like that's just two defensive midfielders just sitting there, like where, where Ward, Ward Prowse usually plays. So kind of, I don't know. What I don't no, know if what, I like the Southampton attack is what I'm saying.
3: Okay, yeah, no, I was just, yeah, actually, I, I, sh- I would that mean? Would that mean they play more through the wings anyway? Then no, no isn't but, that good for peripherals for DraftKings?
1: Yeah, it I should mean, be. I think Leeds will control possession, though. Yeah, that's so, just how they play.
3: You know, i I think that's a good point, though. I thought about that when I was first thinking about Southampton. Ward Prowse has played every minute for them forever, and everything goes through him. So, how you know cohesive are they going to be? Like you said, I, I, I maybe they are not going to be. You're right. Leeds might have the possession. Southampton might struggle. You, you got to think about that stuff. I, I do think their their prices are very appealing. But yeah, can they do it? I don't know. You, they might struggle without their best player and like their their midfield general. I definitely think. Yeah. That's so actually,
1: um, they when they played without Ward Prowse in the League Cup uh, about a month ago, they went to a four-two-three-one. And I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but they ended up drawing Sheffield United and going to PKs, if that says
3: anything. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it says a little. I know Ward Pro played 45 minutes in that game. Uh, maybe he came on at halftime because they were so bad, I think. Or did he start? It, I, I don't remember it, what it, what it he was. Came,
1: yeah, he came off the bench, played 45. Uh, he came off okay. for Redmond. It was 1-1 after uh, halftime. So,
3: Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good point though. They, they could struggle, uh, without him.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: Ryan at defender. We haven't we haven't mentioned defenders much uh like even for cash games. Like I think I mean I think they're I think the pricing on the defenders this week I think are underpriced. Some of these guys. Like I'm taking like Luke Shaw at 5500. Even Cucurella has been doing pretty well playing wing back for Brighton at 5100 with uh with possibly Dave uh, with Luis out i mean that doesn't mean that mcginn just sets up and and gets on all the cor- i mean on all the corners i think target gets plenty of set piece opportunities i mean even maddie cash without set pieces on the other side at 4400 is fine and then i don't know why Semedo is 3800 but as a wing back for wolves in the game against aston villa like he's better than any midfielder at 3800 and then if Shackleton, depending on how Leeds lines up, he's 3,200. I think he's a viable punt. He's not like a guy, oh, my God, he's in. You got to jam him into all your lineups type of guy. But if you need to go all the way down. But also, like, the Man City center backs are too cheap. Like, America Laporte is 3,300. And for their – they have, like, an 85% clean sheet odds. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to punt, like like, I – Typically I don't I'm not a big fan of center backs but a favored center back at 3300 or you I mean uh Ruben Diaz is only 3500 I mean like these guys are actually too cheap to be favored center backs to be a minus 800 favorite center back like it's not like favorite center back they're minus 200 but this is like like nutso level uh, right um I think in cash games I, I I mean I've been working with some builds where
3: where I'm playing three defenders yeah um, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, I didn't at the time I was writing my article, I, I didn't feel the same way because I was looking at a lot of these guys like as in a back four, but now I'm seeing these new formations like Villa come out, like if Target and Cash are on the wings, they're just much better plays. And like you said, Target might have sets. Uh, these leads guys now, Furpo might be on the wing or in the midfield now. Um, Semedo on the wing high up the pitch I didn't you know his game log looks pretty bad you know he's had a couple decent games that stand out but I've seen a lot of Wolves games this season and I can't believe how often Semedo is in the box he is going to score a couple goals this season he he gets forward a lot even though he doesn't always uh, get the fantasy points to show for it Uh, and then the city center backs too you're right like I'm I'm for the most part opposed to playing center backs in a lot of situations, but not here, not when they're such big favorites to get a clean sheet, like you said, but it's also when it, they actually have goal upside, I, I got to mention it because the, okay, Laporte has taken 10 shots this year in o- in only five games. They, they should have, I know, uh, uh, Adam mentioned that they didn't take, many corners in this spot, but it doesn't mean like they won't have set pieces and they won't have crosses in the box. Those center backs will be in the box. So I think you do got to factor that little bit of added upside in when you play these center backs on big favorites, that they're going to be in the box, you know, with a ball can land on their head and fall at their feet. We see it all the time. Um, you so know, yeah, you want me going
2: to give an example. You want me to make your case even, even better. Yeah. Going to the rotowire cheat sheet. I'm looking at the, at uh, the anytime goal scoring odds. Laporte is plus 750. Yep. Okay? okay, Which is 1176 mm-hmm. percent Let me tell you who also is 750. Stuart Dallas, Matthias Click, uh, Kenny McLean, Jacob Ramsey, uh, Yuri Tielemans is plus six fifty. Rodriguez is plus yep. seven hundred. So, like, like to be in the same range as like guys that you're like, well, if Stuart Dallas scored a goal, you'd be like, okay. Right a click or scored a score goal, or Ruben Neves scored a goal. You'd be like, okay, well, Ruben Neves is plus 800, American Sport is $3,300 and plus 750. Yeah, uh, like, so based on it's going to be in the slate. Like, like, why wouldn't you play? I mean, like, if you're going to punt a defender, why not do it with someone? You know, I mean, John Stones, if he played, was plus 470. Yep. he's 3,300. Yeah. So, like, like, this is what I mean by these guys are underpriced. Like, these guys should probably be more like 4,000, And then you'd be like, okay, I'd rather play a Kyle Walker-Peters or a or a Giannullis or a Semedo or, you know, whatever. Uh, but with the clean sheet odds in combination with that, that, you know, maybe you luck box into a goal. And maybe, hey, Laporte could have two shots on goal, not score. Get the clean sheet, a tackle one and he has eight points. Yeah, and he mean, has like
4: ten like with like, the accurate
2: passes, right? Plus plus a million, right? And it, maybe he gets the ten points
3: without a goal. Absolutely, yeah. I'm glad you brought up uh, those goal scoring odds. That really illustrates the point. These guys should be four K, uh, not not where where they're priced at. So yeah, I like like playing the but, city center backs this week. Well, you can agree with the goal scoring odds when it has to do with
2: Laporte, but when it has to do with Rodrigo. <laughs> plus 260. No, we can't (laughs) trust them
3: now. Look, I'm not, it's not that I'm necessarily saying Rodrigo is better than plus 260. I just think he should be the same as Che Adams and Armstrong. I don't see why they're like, you know, again, I'm sure the the people that make these odds are much smarter than I am, but. No, no, trust, I I know the people that do, they're not. Okay. Well, I mean, (laughs) I'll say that, you know, you can't, Leeds might be on top in that game. I mean, for all we know, Rodrigo might have better goal-scoring odds than those Southampton forwards. I'm just saying they're the same.
1: Actually, if you look at the odds here, some guy named Joe Gelhart must be a backup Leeds forward. He is plus 250, so he has better odds to score than Rodrigo.
3: <laughs> okay. Um, everyone <laughs> listening, just let me be the only one to play Rodrigo this week.
2: You know what well, the pay up. with the
3: payout structure of the back heel this week I mean you may be the
2: only one playing the back heel <laughs> right like that payout I mean come on I'm um, twenty thousand to first two hundred and fifty bucks to seventh that's a one point two five percent of first place to seventh place like I I am not playing the back heel this week
3: yeah I know it's it's awful Ryan I'll, still
1: is it sounds like
3: I will <laughs> right? still throw 20 lineups <laughs> in I mean I've been just I've been running hot in everything. I mean, I, 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 watch all those games. Like it's so, it's nice to have a sweat, even if the structure is bad, whatever. But I agree with you. If you're, if you're from an EV perspective and from a, a smart bankroll, you know, perspective, you should probably avoid that tournament. It's, it's, if you don't win first, I mean, or second, or, I mean, there's, you're going to lose 6,000
2: a second. It goes down by 14,000.
3: Yeah, I know it's it's brutal. It's it's brutal.
2: I play five lineups, right? Like like a lot of times, yeah. it's like, "Oh, yeah, fine, play five. But I mean, it's not that th- playing fifty. I mean,
3: yeah. Like how do you I, how do you
2: justify that?
3: No, you it's you can't really. You're right.
2: But I got the mega qualifier, so I'm I'm playing the the king of the pitch mega qualifier. I always we'll play to- the mega ones, not the single ones.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna play that mega qualifier too. That's a that's a good one. Three seats out of thirty-five people. Definitely. Oh yeah. And then uh so so what what would you say? This this heads up match that I think I've got against got you beat. What type of lineup would you play if you were me?
1: It's are you head, sure a, he's head to head. are you sure he's not listening to this podcast right now?
3: I mean, I don't care. It, 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 everything changes once we see the lineups. Right.
2: Well, if he's if he's listening, he probably thinks you're playing Rodrigo in cash.
3: Yeah. So, are you saying a head-to-head? Then you know, I assume you would just you know play a cash style lineup in that in that. Yeah. You just only you only have to beat one person, so you play a lineup
2: that that is you know that maximizes your your median.
3: Yeah, and And I guess I I was in one tiebreaker last year against Redcoats. One on one for the ticket. It was an Everton Southampton showdown. We ended up playing the exact same lineup, except I chose Che Adams. He chose Redmond. Redmond scored three and Che Adams scored two and I lost. Um, so <laughs> we need to get this tiebreaker or it's gonna be brutal. But I also realized that even though it was only three to two, I I guess I made a mistake, you know, playing a guy with a with a worse floor in Adams than, than Redmond.
1: I mean, you got to think this guy is going to just use like five man city players. I mean, if you take that route, like we said earlier, it might be best just to go graylish just because he's probably going to be the odd man out. Hope for 10 fouls drawn. You, something you like don't that. need
2: that. You're trying to play one play. Just play the best line, dude. If the guy plays four man city players and you play one and still get enough points, who cares? Yeah. Right?
3: It's just, you're right. It's just one guy. So,
2: don't worry about them. Just worry about build right. the best median lineup you can, and let him run you down. It's one player, yeah, and, Ryan, it's, and it's screw and it's. Have you ever seen Got You Beat before? I mean, I've never heard of that guy.
3: You're right. So, like I got to think that I can make a better lineup than him more often than not. So I right. hope so. You're
1: on this podcast right now. You better <laughs> be able to.
3: But 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 Ryan, you understand what I'm saying? If you were playing a
2: head to head against Saramac or Redcoat or Pew or me. You could go, you know, you could look at me. If, if me and you were playing, you'd be like, okay, I know he's I know he's playing, uh, you know, uh, insert right. uh, Tom Cleverly or something. Yeah. You, know, you, you know where I'm going and you try to yeah. block or something. No, right? I understand what
3: you're saying, yeah.
2: But if you don't know, just say, run me down. Yeah, I'm just going to play the best lineup. If if he plays, if he ends up playing Mason Greenwood and, and, uh, and Raul Jimenez in his forward spots, and gets four goals out of it. Like what, what else are you going to just like it's Got a it. worse lineup. So chaos. Yeah. You're right. So Adam, Adam, since you're here for Andrew, any goalkeeper takes.
1: Oh, goalkeeper. I did want to ask uh, your guys' thoughts here for just, you know, a little GPP on uh, Shane Duffy. Uh, So my what? thoughts really? are, guys... we
2: have a Shane Duffy question.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's hear. All right. So, Anytime I turn Brighton on, this guy is always in the box. So, like, any, you know, Pascal Gross set piece, you obviously want to combine those guys together. But he just always gets his head on every corner, it seems like. And, like, you look at his game log, he has one, two shots almost every game. Uh, I think Graham Potter, the manager, came out today or the other day and was like, yeah, Shane Duffy, he's basically a forward. Uh just throw that in, like he's thirty eight hundred. Obviously, that's super expensive for a center back. But throwing, like we're talking, possible clean sheet chance, uh, similar with Manchester City guys. I mean, it's he's expensive, obviously, but just like maybe along the lines of those other, yeah, uh, Laporte. Okay. Uh, just in terms of goal odds for a center back, like
2: he's plus eight fifty. I so think that's a good. No, yep. Don't give me no goal odds stuff. I know Ryan's Ryan. gonna. This Ryan, I know what Ryan's gonna say. Well, well, I know. 100% agree with you because no. he agrees with everyone. Let's is like the, same the as you playing Listen. Shane Duffy at 3,800 I Tomato uh, or other fullbacks? Get okay,
3: I you. agree in this in this sense. Um, if we like the city uh, center backs for the same price, it can't be that bad in a matchup against Norwich. Also, what Adam said is correct. This guy Duffy is one of the biggest goal threats out of any center back. Now, if you're going to do something like that, I would want to get the assist too. So that like, I would maybe pair him with gross or I didn't mention, but Jordan did Cucurella or however you say his name, uh, pair him with, with him too. Uh, I, I like Cucurella at defender this week, uh, playing in that advanced position and, and, even like stealing a few set pieces here and there because he's uh, left-footed. I mean, last year he was an attacking midfielder. Uh, I forget what team he was on, somewhere in the Spanish league, maybe Real Betis. Um, but yeah, back to I think it's a good tournament call. Uh because if you get a goal from a center back at that price, that's the type of stuff that like vaults you to the top. So yeah, it's like a it's not a great play, but but there's upside there.
1: Yeah. I just think like that match it's, it's going to be low scoring, but I just think Brighton, they're going to control possession and it's going to turn into like 10 corners for gross. And like, yeah, like I th- said, Duffy's going to be in the box. So you're
3: right. So what if, what if uh, Brighton has twice as many corners as city? Um, Like, you know, just looking at the law, you mentioned like Duffy's shots. He took four shots, three shots, two shots, um, If just say Brighton lead the slate in set pieces, do you want one of the best, like you know, one of the best goal scores from set piece situations in there? Sure. Jordan, no the one, answer is yes. Yeah, and no one's gonna play him. Yeah, you know, I, that's a no good one's call. Play a
2: lot of people. That doesn't make them. A, you should play them. Yeah,
3: it's a good call. Okay, because here's another I, I'm reason. more
2: okay. Let let me let me give the caveat. I'm yeah. I'm more in line with him. In a stacked play, meaning that you're gonna play uh like a Brighton defensive stack. So let's yeah, say I you I don't play, think he's
1: playing by himself, no.
2: Right, right. So like if you play Sanchez in goal, Duffy at at defender, gross at forward, or Cucurella at the other, so you have both Brighton yeah. defenders, like then at least the correlation makes up for the the lack of projection for Duffy because it's like Brighton gets a clean sheet. And even if Duffy doesn't get the goal, Duffy could still get seven points at 3,800 with the clean sheet. And like, you're still fine there. And then you have Cucurella there. So they all get it at once. Like I'm much more inclined to, to do that. Yeah. Like if t- typically when I play center backs in my defender spots, they're going to be paired with the goalkeeper. Cause like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I need, I, if, even if they don't score a goal, like I want, I, the clean sheet could be half their points, and that's correlated with the goalkeeper. So yeah. like Laporte, Stefan lineups, like that, those types of line- On this slate, uh, the 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 most underpriced player on the slate may be Zach Stefan at 5,800. Because like based on their goal, you know, we always have DraftKings that goes from 6,000 to 3,500, like at their goalkeeper range. And uh, City's clean- win odds, win percentage is 85%. The clean sheet odds is 53%. Brighton is 46% to win and 35% clean sheet odds. Like to me, like if you're going to, if you're going to pay for goalkeeper, you're paying for Stefan. And if you're not going to pay, I think the popular uh, low
3: price goalkeeper is going to be cruel. Yeah. Very cruel. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I just, I wouldn't play. I would almost never play a center back if it's not paired with the keeper. Like you said, mm-hmm. the only exception is, is when you have cheap ones that are like minus a thousand favorites, sure to keep a clean sheet, and you don't care about getting ten points from the goalie, but you can still get the clean sheet from the cheap center back. But yeah, otherwise, absolutely, you got to pair pair Duffy with the keeper in a little some sort of stack if you're gonna if you're gonna play it that way. Yeah, um, uh, Stefan seems too cheap. I know what you mean. Uh, midweek midweek in the in the nations league slates we had keepers priced at 6800 6700 6500 i thought we might see that this week but uh yeah when the when it's 5900 and th- he's just a much better play than than everyone else uh, and i think he,
2: that if you're going to play if you're going to make a lineup that has less man city players especially in cash games like play play the goalkeeper block Right. Like if you're considering it's like, oh, do I play KDB and Mares or only one of them? Like, if you're only gonna play one man city player out of the bunch, I'd be more inclined to play Stefan. So you basically mitigate like most likely you're getting the win in the clean sheet. Or at least the win. You're mitigating like you're getting a goal's worth of points probably from the goalkeeper. So it takes away from like, well, if Mares scores, it's like, well, that just makes it even more likely that you're getting twelve from your keeper anyway. So just keep that in the back of your mind of like, like it's okay to play KDB Laporte Stefan in a cash lineup and not have Marez, or you have Marez and not have KDB. Let's say you're gonna not gonna play KDB, like having having Stefan. Like if KDB puts up a eighteen to twenty point game, like a lot of those lineups may not have Stefan in it because they're paying up for Man City players. So. So I'm, I'm just, GVP. you don't have to consider that because you just care about ultimate ceiling. But as far as like a blocking situation, especially when the clean sheet odds for Man City are just so high.
3: Right. No, that makes perfect sense. Like you just think of it like if those KDB, you know, say you don't play KDB or you don't play Mares, and, you know, they, they outscore whoever you play at that position by Five or whatever on average but you're gonna get a goals worth of points from ederson who won't be in those lineups and he's gonna outscore the goal the punt goalkeeper that the other people play by more so or or even not more but it just it'll even things out at least so yeah i i think if you're gonna fade city you take that salary and and pay for ederson definitely or stefan ederson isn't gonna play stefan yeah stefan sorry
1: so you're not, no one's going Nick Pope when they're, when they're fading the, uh Oh, if Man you're City fading starters. Man City
3: completely. Yeah,
2: definitely. Then you play Nick Pope.
1: I mean, I don't want to, but, and it seems like Man City just dominate this matchup. So I'd say that even if Pope gets five saves, he could also allow five goals. So I'm, I'm not going to say uh that's my play though.
2: But if he gets five saves and doesn't give up any goals.
1: I don't, I'm not buying that.
3: Not me neither. No yeah I, I see people play even play pope or or who whatever goalie's in this spot uh opposite like multiple city players too and it gets there more it's not something that I do but it gets there more often than you'd think I mean pope ends up with even- No it gets there even,
2: Ryan, it gets there on slates where there's no uh clean sheet keepers
3: Right but like
2: just right, think unit- even if every if every team scores at least one goal there won't be an outlier goalkeeper so like if you have like a three or five points for the cheapest possible, but, like right. that's ain't much different yeah. than anything else
3: right. And also though think of like th- this is a very common thing that happens. city score twice, Pope scores or sorry, city score twice. Pope has seven saves scores ten points. Ederson or sorry Stefan clean sheet no saves. that's ten points. even if he gets one save Stefan twelve points to to Pope's ten, you'd rather have that there. I, I I can see it, but yeah, I get if you don't want to play the keeper opposite of players you have in that game. But I, I see it getting there much more often than than you would think.
1: I'm not going to take um, that route. He's... I think uh, I think that's what Laird actually sent me. He said he's playing Pope. So
3: okay, well, maybe I eight, eight for Pope. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I like you like. Jordan mentioned, I think, cruel, cheapest homekeeper against Brighton, who struggled to score. Um, I like Kasper Schmeichel, too, because for tournaments, I'm still trying to target some upside for these keepers. And players like Ronaldo and Bruno take a lot of shots that are almost never going to go in. They, I, lo- I love playing keepers against guys like that who just fire long shots and it, it ends up giving you some free saves. Um, so I, I like Schmeichel too. And then, yeah, any of these guys like, like Jose saw him too, because that, that game has such a low total. Um, so I think all, all those cheap keepers are okay. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's
1: fine. That's, that's the usual strategy. Everyone's good. All right. Well, you guys have anything else here?
3: I don't think no, so. No, no, no,
2: other than the the guaranteed Rodrigo and Duffy goals. All
1: right, <laughs> Rodrigo at plus two hundred and sixty, Duffy plus eight hundred and fifty. Better than
2: just if it's not supposed to be plus two hundred and sixty, don't play DFS. Yeah, just we're
1: gonna we're gonna parlay those, uh, whatever that comes out to, and you know we're gonna Again, win. Again, plus two hundred and sixty might field. be the right
3: odds. Might be the right odds, but then Shay Adams should You're also you, be if, plus you, you
2: if you parlay the Duffy plus uh, Rodrigo. Yeah. That may be a bet. You have a better chance of winning more money than playing the back heel with that payout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's probably true. Just put 20 bucks on that.
3: Right. Right. I'm going to have to check that out. That's a big parlay. Eight, plus eight fifty <laughs> with plus two something. Yeah.
1: All right. All I'll, right. I'll tweet that one out uh, for, uh, for the listeners. <laughs> But, all right, if you guys have any questions for us, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Jordan is at BlenderHD. Ryan is at Ryan Belangia. I am at RotoZadroik. Also, you can find us in the RotoWire Discord. Also, uh, Laird's Goalkeeper Picks. Definitely seek him out and question him about those. Uh, that's rotowire.com ch- uh, slash chat for the subscribers. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe our channel. If you're listening, please rate and review. And as usual, as Jordan said earlier in the show, uh, rotowire.com slash soccer for a free 10-day trial. Uh, that includes everything on rotowire.com. No credit card required. Um, yeah, that should be it, though. Uh, Ryan, Jordan, thank you for the show, and good luck this week, and good luck in the head-to-head, Ryan.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?